Well, we want to talk about a, a couple of things tonight, and if I put this out on Facebook and on Twitter, too. Tonight, I want to talk about um, decreasing stress. Anybody interested in that? Decreasing stress and then releasing and increasing grace. And uh, so here's one way to put it. Down with stress. Up with grace. All right. And uh, so we want to dig into this. How many of you have ever, ever heard of, of stress? Okay. Just trying to draw you in a little bit here. Here's the, the reality. One of the, one of our biggest problems is not actually um, a problem, but it, it is the stress that's accompanied with a problem, be it real or perceived. So if you think you have a problem, you'll be stressed. And it kind of goes with it. Now, go ahead and say this too. Notice I said we're going to decrease stress. I think as long as you're on this planet, there will still be some stress. It kind of goes with it. Heaven, however... That'll be, that'll be another situation. Excuse me there. <laughs> Let's look in first Peter chapter five. Everybody with me tonight. First Peter chapter five, it says casting all, everybody say all, all. casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Why don't you read that with me? Casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. And that word care in the, in the first part of the phrase there, it's anxieties and worries and concerns. If you know what I'm talking about, just bob your head. Anxieties, worries, concerns, um, stress that, that comes to us. We cast all our care, anxieties, worries, and concerns on him because he cares affectionately, watchfully about us. So we cast our care on him and he will care. He will take care of those things for us. That's good news. Mark chapter 4, verse 19 says, and the cares, there it is again, everybody say cares. It's anxieties, worries, concerns, cast, uh, and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the desires of other things entering in. Look what happens. Choke the word. Choke the word. And it becomes what? Unfruitful. Did you know that you can sit under some wonderful Bible teaching and have wonderful uh, devotional time yourself? And then the cares of this world can choke the life right out of that. Any, anybody? Stress can come in and you can have a wonderful spiritual experience. Please know this. Your Christian life is not the result of a spiritual experience. It's a, it's a life. You continue to live. It's not a one a thing, an event. You know, it's not an event. It's, we continue to live and grow in this. But you can have a wonderful spiritual experience and then stress can come. And the, and the Bible is very clear. Jesus actually spoke that in one of his parables. He says, and it chokes the word. It chokes it out and it becomes unfruitful in our lives. I want to talk about the impacts of stress to start with so I can make sure that everybody is identifying with this tonight. First of all, one of the major impacts of stress is your health. Your health. I did a little bit of research on it. I won't go into all of this, but let me read some of the things that are either caused or made worse or prolonged because of stress. Headaches, all the way to heart disease, insomnia, 
all the way to Alzheimer's, asthma, all the way to accelerated aging. Lotion won't help. It affects your health. It will affect your emotions, your emotions, anger, anxiety, depression. Did you know that anger is a secondary emotion? It's a secondary emotion. Something else is going on when you're angry. You know, if somebody gets angry at you, they're probably not angry at you. There's something else going on. And they had all their buttons out and you happen to bump into their buttons. How many of you know some people have more buttons than NASA? That's all I'll say. Anger, anxiety, depression. Stress will impact your behavior. Your behavior. Well, they're just not themselves. Like the Snickers commercial. You know, they're just not themselves. Um, Here's what happens. When you have stress... All of us do this. You have what we call crisis or coping mechanisms. There are things that you do when you're under stress. There are things that you do when you're under stress. Some of y'all eat a lot. Some of you won't eat. Some won't sleep. Others will sleep a lot. You know, there there are all kinds of things we do. Uh, Most of them are not constructive and a lot of them are not legal. You know, there's some, there's some people that revert back to crisis mechanisms that they used before they were even a believer. And they got, why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? Because they're trying to cope. They're trying to manage the stress somehow. It'd be better to deal with the stress and get the stress uh, out of our lives. Relationships, stress will impact your relationships. If, if you're stressed, very soon your relationship will be stressed. Have you ever tried to, guys, especially if you ever tried to do this, you know, come home from work and you're stressed. But you go, I'm, I'm not going to be stressed when I get home, though. So you walk in, hi, honey. Hi, kids. You're just all up tight, you know, and you're just, you know, barely eating your food. Fake smile, everything else. Come on. When you're stressed, relationships are going to be stressed because you, you're not operating right. You're not functioning right in, in that case. And so it's going to work that way. Here's another way. I talked about the guys, but if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. That's in the Bible. It's in my Bible. I wrote it. In, I wrote it in the front. Stress will impact your job productivity. You won't do as well on your job unless your job is breaking rocks with a sledgehammer or something, you know. Uh, It affects your job productivity. It will affect you spiritually. It affects you on and on and on in so many ways. So what we want to do and need to do is to decrease stress. And we need to release and increase grace in our life. So... Let's compare these real quick. Stress weakens you. Grace strengthens you. Stress disables you. Grace enables you. Stress 
sinks you. Grace carries you. It carries you. Yes, it lifts you also. Matter of fact, let's, let's do this. Here's what stress does. Stress will bring you down. Where grace will bring you up. Stress will set you back. Where grace will carry you and bring you forward. So, I don't know. Want to vote? And yet we, we just accept it sometimes. Well, I'm just kind of a stressed person. I know that's why we're talking about it tonight. And don't just accept that in your life. There's some things that we're going to need to do uh, tonight that are going to help us with it. There's a trigger that I want to show you tonight. And this trigger takes place in your heart and in your mind, and it will also affect your mouth. How many of you know that what's in your heart and in your mind is going to come out of your mouth? Okay. And so what we have to do is acknowledge something. There's something that we have to acknowledge in our heart and in our mind. And it will come out of our mouth then once you acknowledge it. And the word acknowledge means this, to realize and to admit. So there's something that we need to realize and admit. And I promise you, and and I'm asking God to help me to articulate, articulate this and to say this. In a, in a way that we can all get it tonight. There is something about these things that if I will acknowledge something in my heart, and my mind, if I'll recognize it, if I'll realize it, and if I'll admit it, I'm telling you, stress will go down and grace will be released and come up. We'll talk about it next week. Let's close in prayer. No, we'll, we'll get it tonight here. Here's what you need to acknowledge. You need to acknowledge everything God is and everything I am not. Okay, and we'll fill this out in a moment. I've got to acknowledge everything God is. I've got to realize and admit what God is. And then I have to recognize, acknowledge, realize, and admit what I am not. Now, let me tell you something. If I don't acknowledge, look at me for this. I'm going to try to say this right. I've written it about three different ways. If I don't acknowledge what I am not, I will increase my stress. Now, I know normally we would say you've got to acknowledge what you are, who you are in Christ, and this, and this, and this, and you're a winner, and you're an overcomer, and you're wise, and... and, I want to take a little different track on this tonight. There's some things that if I don't acknowledge this, that if I don't acknowledge that I'm not that, I'm only going to set myself up to increase stress in my life. So I want to look, first of all, at God. And we're just going to look at a few things about him. And let me do it this way. We'll go God is. And then we'll do I am. Okay. And I'm going to write some big words on here, but y'all, y'all track with me. You know, these words we've talked about these, taught these on a a number of occasions. First of all, God is omnipotent. God is omnipotent. Everybody say omnipotent. Okay. It's omnipotent. It means all powerful. Do you believe that God is all powerful? 
Okay? God is all-powerful. He can do anything. I said he can do anything. And he can do anything that does not violate his nature. Okay? God is also, and we'll just do the God column first. God is also omnipresent. Everybody say omnipresent. So that means God is everywhere at the same time. How many of you can't even conceive of that? I'd heard a pastor say years ago, God was with you at your house. He saw you off and waved you goodbye. He rode with you the whole way here. And then when you got here, he's waiting on you. And he's right now back home watching your stuff too. You know, he's just everywhere at once. And he's not limited by time or space. It's not, that's amazing. God is not limited by time or space. God is also omniscient. Means that he is all knowing. He's all knowing. Come on, say all knowing. He's all knowing. He has complete and perfect knowledge. Y'all, he knows everything. Complete and perfect knowledge. That, that helps us. How many of you know it helps that your God's smart? Yes. And the God knows everything. I, I believe this. There's nothing that is locked on this earth that God cannot unlock or show you the key. He knows, he knows everything. Um, little side note here. He has foreknowledge. And, and some of you all will get this. Some of you don't worry about it, okay? He has foreknowledge. But that is not to be confused with causation. God sees some things. And this is beyond us because we're not omniscient, okay? So, well, if he sees it, why doesn't he stop this or, or so on and so forth? There's a lot of things we, we just don't know. But you need to know that God knows everything. And then God is also omni-benevolent. He's all good. You ever heard, ask somebody, how you doing? I'm all good. It's all good. No, God's all good. He is only good. He's described as having grace and mercy and patience. The Saxon word God has the same root as good. First John 1 5 says in him is no darkness at all. And he's only wise, which means this. He always only Always, only does what is best. God always, only does what is best. So let's do one more. God is immutable. Immutable. It means this. He does not change. He cannot change. He does not change. Are are y'all hearing? Okay. He is not subject to or susceptible to change or variation in form, quality, nature, strength. He does not mutate. He is unchangeable. That's some good stuff. So God is, everybody say God is. God is omnipotent. It means he has all power. Let me just tell you something. If you think the kingdom of God is going to diminish... Because things are cranking up in the world and all this and that. You are sadly mistaken. The kingdom of God will only increase. In power. In glory. In light. 
in brightness. We're, we're, seriously, things are rough and crazy out there, but you watch great, great end time harvest of souls is being set up, happening all over the world. And we want it to be happening in the United States. We want it to be happening in Florida. We want it to be happening in Marion County. We want it to be happening in Ocala. We want it to be happening here. So I just... I just want to say that about my God. He's all powerful. He can confound. This isn't in my note. He can confound the enemy. He can stop things and leave people just flat footed. They just had plans for evil and God just shuts it down. Are y'all hearing me? He's able to do that. God. Everybody say God is omnipotent. God is omnipresent. Then that blow your mind. He's everywhere present at once. He's here and he's right now back in all the children's rooms and youth rooms right now. He's in churches all over the world. He's on the missionary field. He's, he's all over the place right now. Incidentally, tonight back in our student ministries, they uh, are having a rally tonight. They had a drum line back there tonight. So if, it, if you heard some other noise back there, hey, I say yay. There's nothing like the youth group I grew up in. I just want to, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, but they had see you at the pole today and they had a rally on uh, Sunday night over at church of hope. And then uh, they joined us tonight back there for tonight. But this morning was see you at the pole, hundreds and hundreds of students all over the County gathered around their flagpole before school today to pray. God do something on my campus. Amen. And that powerful thing. So God didn't have to choose which school he went to this morning. Everybody say, God is is. omniscient. Omniscient. He knows everything. God is is. omnibenevolent. He's only good. He's only good. Oh, I heard he was bad. No, you got him confused with the other guy. Everybody say, God is is. immutable. Immutable. He doesn't change. He can't change. Let me go ahead and do our list. So we got our God is list. Let's do a I am list. Okay, ready for this? See if I can do this by memory. Okay. Stress. If I do not acknowledge, if I don't realize, if I don't recognize and admit that I am not I will wear myself out. You will wear yourself out because let me tell you about you. And I know this about you because I know this about me. I'm not all powerful. I don't have the strength. You don't have the strength. Are y'all hearing me? You don't have what it takes to finish a day without messing something up, without dropping something, spilling something. And I'm not talking about food or drinks. I'm talking about stuff in life. We, we've got to acknowledge, I, I can't be everywhere at once. I can't, I don't know everything. I'm trying to be good. God's only always good. No, actually, let me correct that. I'm training to be more and more good. 
And as far as immutable, well, I'm a lot more consistent than I used to be. But we are inconsistent. Come on, we're inconsistent. How many of you, and I want you to start watching this in yourself, you kind of change depending on who you're around. You know, you can be around somebody and you're just sweet and Jesus and glory to God. And you see your ex or something, it's like, just thought I'd throw that in. But, but hey, 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 hey. If I'll just acknowledge, get this. If I'll just acknowledge God is, and I'll acknowledge I'm not. Here's what happens. My stress goes down. And grace rises. Because James 4, 6 says this. Let's look at this real quick. James 4, 6 says, but he gives more grace. Everybody say more grace. That's increase. Y'all understand that? Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace, help me, to the humble. And the humble are those that will acknowledge, they'll admit. They'll admit, I'm, I'm, not these, I'm not these things. I'm not omnipotent. I don't have all power. I'm not omnipresent. I can't be everywhere at once. You know, I have, I have five children and two grandchildren and two, a son-in-law and a daughter-in-law. And, and I've got parents and friends and I'm trying to keep up with them all and help them all and I can't. But I can do something very powerful every morning. And kneel before this God that's omnipotent and omnipresent and omniscient and omnibenevolent and immutable. And I said, God, would you? And I call them out by name. Would you be with them and strengthen them? And give them your grace and peace and wisdom and lead them and keep them safe and keep them healthy and provide for them and give them favor. And may all their hearts and minds be after you. And may they be grateful today. Would you carry them? Would you cover them? Uh, Carry them, surround them. Would you cover them? I can't do those things. I can't be those things. But he can So instead of you or I stressed out about he's there and got that going on and he's and and you can't be there and you don't know what to do and you don't have what it takes. And and we get what we get stressed and we're trying to go down with stress and up with grace. So in a humble, holy moment before (laughs) this kind of God, a humble, holy moment before that kind of God, I'm telling you what stress goes down. Stress goes down and grace goes up. And as I told you, when you acknowledge that in your heart and in your mind, it's going to start to come out of your mouth. And I think you're going to start to say some things like this. And hear me on this. These are going to be negatives about ourselves. But I'm not talking about weak. I'm not talking about whiny. I'm not talking about putting ourselves down. I'm talking about putting this all in perspective. Which is to say this, you're going to start to say things like this. You know what? I, I, I can't do a thing about that. Or you'll say things like this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or you'll say, here, here's a big one. This is hard for Christians. 
I don't know. Practice it one time. Just say it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, here's another one. I need help. Say that. Go ahead. Practice it. I know we're breaking ice here, but try it again. I, I, say, I need help. And you know what else you're going to have to say to some people that God have put in your life? I need you. I need you. But see, if we're confused, and I know none of us would ever say this about ourselves. I know everything. I'm everywhere. I got it all together. I'm good. You're confused. You're confused. Acknowledge this and stress will go down. We need to have a heavenly father that is big enough to transcend, not just handle, but transcend all situations, all challenges, all challengers. Now look at me. I believe that we have a heavenly father that is big enough to transcend any situation, any challenge, any challenger. The psalmist wrote it this way. He who dwells in the secret place of the who? The who? The, the most high? What, what would be one word we could say? The highest. He's just the highest. The most high. Shall abide or live. I love this part. Get, get the picture of this. Shall abide or live under the what? Shadow of the who? The, the what? All Mighty. Verse 2, I will say of the Lord, that Lord, most high, the almighty. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. And you know what that is? That's an acknowledgement. You're most high. You're almighty. I'm just going to kind of stay under your shadow. I'm going to stay real close to you. Y'all with me? I'm just going to stay real close to you. Uh, years ago, I did a, a couple of times with uh, Ocala police. I rode along with their bike squad. And we went some places that I just hadn't told my wife about. <laughs> to catch people that were selling things that they ought not to sell. And uh, there were several, several times where it was just getting darker and darker. And we had lights on our bike, but they'd go lights out. And there were about 12 bikes or so, and I'm riding along. When, when it got dark like that, we got in places, guess what? I got closer to the big guys. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I'm no dummy. Let me tell you about our world. It's dark. It's crazy. There's stuff going on out there. There's, there's people, and understand this, don't hate people. Don't be against people. People are broken and wobbly, and everybody's got a story. And I don't know what you would be doing and what you'd look like if you had to live their story. I really don't know. And so don't ever, ever, ever put yourself in a place of being judged. And we've talked about this. That Well, I would never do that. You didn't live their story. You don't know. I, I hope you would have done better, but you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. And they're made in the likeness and the image of God. So you love them. You pray for them. And you don't hate people. And you don't judge people. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Stay under the shadow of the Almighty. Let me finish this up tonight. 
Matthew 6, verse 32 and 33. said, for after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly father, they say, my heavenly father. Let me tell you about your heavenly father right here. Column A, your heavenly father. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. And I've shared this with you before, but you need to know this. When you don't believe that, when you don't believe that your heavenly father knows what you need, when you don't believe that your heavenly father's like that, when you don't believe that, you're going to stress out. But when you're assured of that, here comes the grace. Here comes the peace. That comes with it. And it all comes down to this. Acknowledge everything he is. And acknowledge everything that I am not. And it's a safe, wonderful place because humility releases that grace. Humility is to recognize, to acknowledge, to admit he is. I am not. And that's the safest, most grace-filled, peaceful place that you could be in your life. Amen. Do you get anything at all out of this tonight?